Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Iceberg Recap, your home for Pittsburgh Penguins game recaps and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from the Pittsburgh Penguins win by a final score of 4-2 to and end their four-game losing streak. Top storyline in this one was special teams from start to finish for both sides, and it actually was a positive for the Pittsburgh Penguins in an area that hasn't been in a very long time. They end their power play drought. It ended up going 0 for 37 before Jake Gensel cashed in early in the first period to put an end to it. Not only did they do that, but they scored a power play goal later in the game that ended up being the game winner. Shout out to Jeff Carter on that one. They went 2 for 5 on the evening. And it was an asset to the Pittsburgh Penguins for the first time in a very long time. That's the top storyline going in. That's the top storyline coming out. And the Pittsburgh Penguins will look to build momentum on their power play moving forward. But let's get into the goal recap here. A lot going on in the first period of play. Jake Gensel, like I mentioned, opened the scoring with his 11th goal of the season. A beautiful power play goal assisted from Sidney Crosby and... Valtteri Pustinen, who is now three points in three professional games, two of them this season, the other one back in 2021-22. So Pustinen continues a pretty decent start, picking up secondary assists in his career. A little bit later in the first period, Arizona Coyotes on the power play. Lawson Kraus scores his 13th assisted to former Penguin Jason Zucker, as well as Yuso Valamaki. He picks up his sixth assist of the season. Penguins penalty kill is hurting right now without a lot of penalty killing forwards. Let's face it, that's the biggest area of need when it comes to injury right now with Nolachari, with Matt Nieto. You see a lot of these players go out and I see a lot of people say, well, it doesn't matter. They didn't have that big of an impact. This is where the impact is. You see the penalty kill starting to struggle a little bit. It's because they're missing those two as well as Brian Rust, who had been a pretty key factor on that unit as well. And it it factored in a little bit later as well. Matias Michelli scores his fifth goal of the season later in the first period. Also on the man advantage, Arizona takes a 2-1 to lead there. Lawson Kraus gets his second point of the game and a primary assist. And another former Penguin, Nick Bugstad, picks up an assist his 12th of the season for the Arizona Coyotes. The power play was firing on all cylinders for both teams at this stage of the game. And then fortunately, the Penguins' penalty kill we're able to tie things up. All special teams, like I said earlier on this episode, tying it up at 2-2. Two to two. That's big Jeff Carter on a breakaway set up beautifully by Drew O'Connor, who had a nice play at the defensive point to set Carter loose. And Carter goes forehand to backhand and is able to beat Connor Ingram for his second goal of the season and a shorty to tie things up at two, ending the first period of play. Second period, Penguins controlled a lot of the play. Penguins controlled most of the play at five on five throughout this evening, but weren't able to get anything past Ingram in the second. We head into the third period tied at two. And that's where Jeff Carter once again comes up big for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And once again, on the power play for the Pittsburgh Penguins, Carter gets his third goal of the season on a redirection in front of a Chris Letang shot. Letang picks up his 12th assist on the season in the process. Riley Smith gets a secondary assist and now is on a little point streak of his own going back to his goal against the Florida Panthers. Penguins take the 3-2 lead and then they shut things down as they've done much better this season than they did in the last. They've had a couple of issues holding leads. They've had a couple of issues when they get into third periods tied up. Not as much as last season, but this game, they made sure that they walked away with the two points. Jake Gensel 
gets the empty net goal. Now his 12th goal of the season, his second goal of the game. Evgeny Malkin picks up an assist, and so too does defenseman Marcus Pedersen. That's where things stood at triple zeros, and the Penguins take two points from the Arizona Coyotes, a team that was very similar to them in standing, in record. But the one thing that you had to notice going into the game is that the Arizona Coyotes did have a pretty rough road record. Penguins able to take advantage of that, get a victory before they go back on the road for a handful of games now up in Canada, taking on the Montreal Canadiens later tonight. So a quick turnaround for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Speaking of Canadians in Montreal and French Canada, let's get to our three stars. And then the third one is going to go to the French Canadian himself. P.O. Joseph in his first game back since November 4th. Saw a lot of people burying P.O. Joseph after he got injured, said it's fine, doesn't matter, Ryan Shea is better, and that's still yet to be determined. Shea, is it early in his NHL career? But I think you saw last night that there are levels to this, and right now, P.O. Joseph, when he's playing his best, is a, a step above what Ryan Shea is, and you saw that last night. And I don't even think he was at his best last night. I think he's still going to need to get his feet back underneath him. That's his first game in over a calendar month, but I liked what I saw. Was it a perfect game? No, it wasn't a perfect game for P.O. Joseph. It wasn't a perfect game for the Pittsburgh Penguins. They still had their mistakes. The power play still had its woes on a couple of those five opportunities, but it's a lot better. It's a step in the right direction. And obviously, it's easier to fix those mistakes when you're collecting the two points and you're winning those games. P.O. Joseph finished with 13 minutes and 16 seconds of time on ice, 58.8% of the shot attempts, and 63% of the expected goals. It'll be fun to see, hopefully for a little run here, P.O. Joseph and John Ludwig playing on that pairing because what Joseph lacks is what Ludwig brings, and that's physicality. Although I did see P.O. Joseph a couple times last night using his physicality, separating players from pucks, and I, I think that's a good sign. That's when he's playing at his best is when he's playing with a little bit of an edge. You're not expecting P.O. Joseph to take people's heads off. He's just not going to do that. He's not equipped to do that. He's a little too small to do that, but... He was playing a little physically last night, and I, I think that helped lend to his overall game, and that's why his underlying numbers look so good last night. Not to mention he picked up a plus-one rating on the evening. Second star of the game, one of the two Penguins that picked up two goals in this one. I'm going to give it to Jake Gensel. Led all Pittsburgh Penguins last night with seven shots on goal. It was one of those games that if he hadn't scored that early goal, you would have had to feel it all night long that something was coming for Jake Gensel. He had a really stellar game. I think Sidney Crosby obviously had a little bit of spring in his step going up against Logan Cooley, somebody from his Learn to Play program. That was clearly the, the biggest storyline heading into the game. Crosby at one point undressed a defenseman for the Arizona Coyotes. If he would have scored that one, it would have went on the all-time highlight reel. And you know how big a goal has to be for Sidney Crosby to get on his all-time highlight reel. He had a great game. Gensel, great as well. Open and closed the scoring for the Pittsburgh Penguins, ending that power play drought early and making sure that he gets the empty net goal late as he dives to the front of the net to put things away and make sure the Pittsburgh Penguins get the two points. So Jake Gensel is the second star of this game. First star of the game, can't go anywhere else. It is Big Jeff Carter. What a game for him. Whatever he ate before the game, let's make sure, and I'm sure Crosby will because Crosby's a freak when it comes to superstitions. Let's make sure he continues to eat the same exact thing at the same exact time going forward because two goals from Big Jeff Carter. The Pens are now 2-0 when Carter taps in a goal 
at this point in the season. Now, unfortunately, he's only done that in two games, but hey, it is a, it is a recipe for success for the Pittsburgh Penguins. First two-goal game for Jeff Carter since March 22nd of this year against Colorado. The Pens, like I mentioned, now 2-0 when Carter scores a goal. It's nice to see some depth scoring for the Pittsburgh Penguins. You hope to see that coming from different areas. And with that, I want to go to my final thoughts really quickly. Not to take away from Jeff Carter. He deserves his flowers. It was a really good game. I thought he had some spring in his step, playing with physical game as well. But speaking of depth scoring, something I noticed... The Penguins in general had a noticeable jump in this game. I don't know if it was Kyle Dubas speaking to the media. I don't know if it was more likely. The three-day break after a three-game losing streak on the road, not to mention tallying on that fourth game against the Philadelphia Flyers before they went out on the road, but a road trip where you came away with one standings point out of a possible six, going into a three-day break, especially at this time of the season when everybody is telling you, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go. I thought the Penguins had a really good response in this game from top down to the bottom. And I think one of those players is Ryan Graves. I thought he had a solid performance in this one. I'd have to go back and look at what his numbers were in Florida, but it'd be nice if he could start to pick it up. If he plays the way he did last night, the rest of the season, the Penguins are going to be in good shape with him on the first pairing. The problem is he hasn't been able to sustain when he's had those few and far between good performances. But last night was indeed one of them. And the other one is the third line. They had a few top tier shifts last night, and that was Redeem Zahorna, Lars Eller, and Vinny Hinnestroza. I thought that line looked stellar last night. They led all forward lines and high-danger chances at 5-on-5 five five with four of them last night. They gave up zero. They outshot the Coyotes 8-1, to one, went on the ice at 5-on-5. Five five. A really solid performance from Zahorna that I thought was much more noticeable in this game. I've been a harsh critic of Redeem Zahorna over the last couple of weeks. I thought he's faded back, but this was certainly a game where you noticed that he was making the plays that he's been making when you've said that he's at his best. He was also playing a little bit more physical. He was getting in front of the net. He's still not where you'd want somebody of his stature to be, but he, kudos to him. He came out. He was playing with a little bit of fire. He was in front of the net. He was going to the net hard. He was trying to stand up for himself, trying to be in, in the game in that way, and I thought he did a good job of that. And I liked what Vinny Henestrosa brought. Uh, we're look, looking at this roster. If they're going to have AHL guys in the roster, I'd rather have Vinny Henestrosa in over guys like a Jonathan Gruden, who I thought had a pretty decent game last night, over guys like a Mark Johnstone, who looked fine in his NHL debut on Friday. But I think Vinny Henestrosa brings a different level to this. And I think Vinny Henestrosa deserves at least a couple more games if nobody else comes back from injury, like Ricard Raquel or like newcomer UC. Uh, Jesse Pugliarvi and not UC. I'm thinking Yuso Valimaki, who was already talked about in this episode. But, you know, maybe it was Dubas' short talk that lit a fire under him. Or maybe it wasn't. Who knows? At the end of the day, who cares? Penguins come away with a 4-2 victory. They need to start stacking these things on top of each other, and they'll get an opportunity really quickly against the Montreal Canadiens a little later tonight. It's the dad's trip, which means they usually play a little bit better on the dad's trip. They were there last night in attendance. Maybe that's the, the little mystery juice, the miracle juice that is getting the dads up there, flowing Bud Light Platinums like Big Jeff Carter's dad was up there, and maybe we'll see if they're able to go out and get a victory against the Montreal Canadiens team that is tied with them in the standings right now with 27 standings points, and then they have to prepare for Hockey Night in Canada this weekend against the Toronto Maple Leafs over in Ontario. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Iceberg Recap. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. We'll see you guys next time.